0: The hushed voice, the prowling step in the dead of night, the crime that is almost committed, the stir of nerves at the ticking of the clock. A rescue that might be too late. Or the murderer who might get away. Mystery and intrigue and dangerous adventure. We invite you to enjoy stories that keep you in... Suspense. For Suspense, tonight we present The Body Snatchers by John Dixon Carr.
1: the body snatcher who prowls mm. after dark. Beware of the graves he wants. Beware of the murders he commits to provide new corpses for the
0: doctors. Up to the year 1832, the body snatchers terrorized England. According to the law, only four bodies a year could legally be supplied to the surgeons for anatomical study. And even these were a monopoly granted to the Barber's and Surgeon's Company of London. But the study of surgery had to go on. In hundreds of medical schools all over England, perfectly reputable doctors were compelled to buy bodies and ask no questions. In 1828 burst the scandal of Burke and Hare, who found grave robbing too slow and murdered 16 persons in order to supply Dr. Knox of Edinburgh. And so, out of basic good purpose, sprang the evil of... The Body Snatcher. Turn back the clock now, to a cold night just 110 years ago. Look into the brick kitchen of a house on Wandsworth Commons, not far from London. There in the light of a tallow dip sits old Mother Slade in her draggled body.
1: What's a keep them? Two hours. Two mortal hours for the Dutch clock. And they're not here yet.
2: Mother Slave? On
1: the graveyard not half a mile off. And once I thought I heard church bells ring. And one... Mother Slave, did you call? No, my girl, I did not call.
2: But I thought I And was... what are you
1: doing up at this hour, my girl? I was only locking up, Mother Slade. Ain't it enough to have taken you over from a good for nothing mother not worth a gunpowder to blow her up?
2: Oh, please, Mother Slade. And given
1: you a good home? And brought you up practically like a lady? With only the outsport to do. I'm sorry,
2: Mother Slade. Only I wish you wouldn't talk like that about me, old mother.
1: And what do you do, Peggy Lester? Just stop up until this hour. You miss me Snuffbox twenty times a day.
2: I was only going to say I thought I heard a horse and cart in the lane.
1: In our lane?
2: Yes, Mother Slade. There it is now.
1: Yes. Easy, my dears. Drive easy with the merchandise. The doctors don't like it if you bump the merchandise.
2: Merchandise, Mother Slade? What's that?
1: I'll tell you what it is, McGill. I didn't mean anything, Mother Slade. It's your Uncle Matt and your cousin Rob are coming home from their business. That's what it is. You hear that, Piggy Lister? I oh, didn't mislay your snuffbox. It's on the table. And if you don't want me to take my fingernails to you instead of a strap, you get on up to bed this minute. Do you hear? yes, Mother Slater. I'm a coming, my dears. Don't be impatient. I'm a coming. Nasty oh, dim light this candle gives. Oh, oh, Mother Slater's got aromatics so cool she can hardly move. Pull back the bar. Open
0: the door. Well, Matt, did you get it? Uh, did we get it? Strike my blind, but that's a good one, ain't it, Rob? Still there, Gab, can't you? Get inside and close the door. They ain't after you. Ain't they? Can't you hear anything? I, I thought I heard church Bill. More like a punishing funeral, if you asks me. Take it easy, Rob. Take it easy. We've shaken them off. Have we? I wish I was as certain as some people. The Spades, and fact, is still in the cart. Let them stay. Who's a-coming to find them? Then you didn't get it after all, you six-pound Peter. Now, don't you start a-blaming us. Now, you set your potato trap, Mother slave or... that'll make you shut it. What happened? I'll tell you what happened. He was too quick, that's what. The girl was only buried this afternoon. The sooner the better, my dear. What's
1: the good of the merchandise if it ain't
0: fresh, eh? You hold your noise and listen. We left the awesome cart outside like we always do. We creeps up to the lit stage of the churchyard. Walk softly, Matt. Walk softly, Rob. In your oily diva hats and neckcloths, Under the starlight and the white frosted elms. Take care of the graves, too. Spring guns may be set in some of them to protect the dead from rodders. And if the coffin is one of those new iron ones, all your labor will be in vain. Open the gate, possibly. How well, not might such a bloody row with them shovels? Oh, I can't help it. I'm lousy damn with all this stuff. Oh, and who'll do all, all the work when we do get there? I will. Matt. Aye. Listen. I can't hear nothing except your teeth are chattering. Matt, there's other people before us in this here churchyard. Aye, two or three hundred deaders. But they won't bother us. I mean living people. Don't talk so. Somebody's got a dark lantern. I've seen it flash past the gravestones. Oh? There. Can't you see it there? He's coming straight toward us. Yes, I see him. Come on. They've seen us, Matt. Don't <laughs> oh, behind the gravestones. Crouch down. They can't shoot through stone. Matt, he says he is sacred to the memory it's of. It's a girl's relic. She's been watching her grave. Oh, strength. If only I had my barkers. First time in two years I've gone without a break of pistols, and this happens. But I have got your barkers, Matt Patterson? i got what's just as good. Give me a shovel. What are you going to do? Sergeant, This here shovel's got a nice edge. Why, oh, you don't? They'll have to take time out to reload, won't they? See that? Somebody's parted the bill. That'll bring down every pillar within a mile. If you want a and ticket and your, a neck in your own rope, stop where you are. But if you don't want to get scragged before your time, follow me. That's all there is to it, Mother Slade. He went out by the gate and blow me if they could stop us. You perishing numbskulls.
1: Did he recognize you? No. They're done if it's just our eyes. And did you do
0: it? I don't know. There's blood on the shovel. No, there ain't, Mother slave. I wiped it off. Anyway, we're here. What I want now is a Christian fire to sit by and a proper spirits to warm my stomach. There's no spirits in the house, Matt Patterson. Don't you lie to me, you ugly mouse. Let go, man, Matt
1: Patterson. I'm warning it you. Me. better let it yes. go, Matt. Yes. There's no spirits. Only half a loaf of bread. Don't I know it? I haven't tasted a drop of gin all day and black dogs on the back.
0: Well get what I say. The doctor
1: was promised a corpse tonight. All right, dearie. He gets a corpse tonight. Mm. There's that fewer better guide.
0: What's the clock, old hag? Right.
1: Come on, speed it out. A nice young corpse without any trouble or bother. Uh-huh. What about young Peggy upstairs? Strutely blind. What about it, son? Huh? you
0: You'd have to be mighty careful. Why? You'd have to smother her with a pillow while I sit on her legs. That's what Burke and done up in Edinburgh. Then you don't leave any marks on them. See? Hey? Hey, off a tick weight. What? If the doctors see they've been polished off, just plain murdered, they won't have nothing to do with it.
1: These lads, they don't like it. Like it or not, dearie, they all do. Who's buying the beast tonight? Dr. George Arnold.
0: Him? The young fella out full and White. That's the man, dearie. But I thought he was too pious and holy to play. That's what Dr.
1: Arnold thought, too, so they started putting the cruise on him at Barthes College. No court, they said to him. No lecture. No lecture, no student.
0: They all come to it, dearie, sooner or later. What beats me is why they've got to have these bodies. You'd think the doctors killed enough people as it is, without buying them after they was dead.
1: Don't you question away to providence, Matt Patterson. The can't You can't do it, Mother Slade. You
0: stole that noise, Bob Plenty.
1: Gee, you want to wake the poor girl upstairs. But you can't do it. It's
0: cove Arnold, he knows her. Arnold knows him. He knows Peggy. Peggy there worships the grave he walks on. Oh. He set her arm once. when Mother Slade broke it, accidentally like. And she can't forget him. What's Arnold going to think when he opens up the sack and he finds... What can Arnold do? He's bought her, ain't he? He can't go to the police and say he's bought her. Peggy. Peggy Lester.
1: Don't do it, Mother Slade. Don't do it. And how do you two thickheads know what Mother Slade is going to do? They're going to kill her, ain't you?
2: Peggy.
0: Peggy Lester. I, I thought I heard her moving about upstairs. You did, Mr. Milk and Water. She's on the stairs now.
1: Rob, you're the least to be depended on. Go out and fetch him the sack. Don't do it. it will bring us all bad luck. Matt, you're a lad after me own art. You stop where you are and do just as I tell you. Send the candle. Let's have it all nice and snug.
0: Hmm. What will she bring, do you think? Eh?
1: Fifteen guineas.
0: Maybe twenty. <laughs> Maybe more. Twenty guineas. Right, me, blind, but this is a way of doing business that I like. Did,
2: did you call me
0: Mother Slade? That's right, my
1: Jackie. That's right, my little pet. Put your wrap around you and your slippers to keep your feet warm and come right down here to Mother Slade.
2: I'm coming, Mother Slade. I'm coming. <laughs>
0: those times, would be a surgeon and still be an honest man. At that drugged hour of the night, look into the sitting room of a spacious house. Many candles are still alight there, though they have burned down nearly to their silver sockets. There is Chinese paper on the walls, and a turkey carpet underfoot. In front of the fire, now almost out, sits Dr. George Arnold with his bottle-green coat and
3: heavy hair. Dr. Arnold, sir.
0: Oh, I, oh, I I, beg your pardon, Mrs. Tancred.
3: Dr. Arnold, sir, uh, he has gone two o'clock. Yes,
0: yes, yes, so yes, it
3: has. You've got a lecture to deliver tomorrow, and you'll be all worn out. Why did not you go on up to bed?
0: Mrs. Tancred. Yes, sir? You're a jewel of a housekeeper. I admire you, and I can't do without you, but... Would you please go away and let me alone? Hmm, for sure, I'm very sorry, sir. No offense, Ah, uh, Stop, I, I shouldn't have said that. I'm uh, I'm thinking too much, perhaps. I'm
3: smoking too many cigars, if you'll excuse me. Why must they
0: keep tolling that bell at East Hill Church? Why must they keep it up all night? Well, sir, Elsie says
3: the parson told them to do it. Elsie? Wait.
0: Who, who is Elsie?
3: It's Dr. Arnold, sir. I know you're always up in the clouds, mooning over books and whatnot, but I did think you'd recognize the name of your own parlor Oh,
0: of oh, that, Elsie. I see. Well,
3: well? Elsie says, it's because of the murder in the churchyard. What murder? Two resurrection men. Body snatchers sir. Oh, you wouldn't know anything about such people. No, no.
0: No, of course not.
3: They were caught trying to rob the grave. But they got away. One of them was a horrible big fella. That Willie Kendrick's head opened with the edge of a shovel. Is anything wrong, sir? No, n- n- not exactly. Well, I'll thought for a second, see how you looked. Did they, did they get the body? Yes, sir. It was Willie Kendrick. His head was split open with a shovel. No, no.
0: I, I mean, did these resurrection men get what they were after? No, sir.
3: Thank God. Oh, you may well say that, doctor.
0: Uh, wasn't exactly speaking in the religious sense, but never mind.
3: What Elsie says, there are what she calls pillows all over the place. Peelers? Yes, these new policemen. After Sir Robert Peel. And somebody from the new detective police that they're using instead of the Bow Street Runners.
0: Well, Mr. Tankard, I'm going to smoke one more cigar and then I'm going to bed.
3: Very good, sir.
0: You see, sometimes you give orders then it's too late to recall them. Whatever the medical practice is, you, you can't look your conscience in the face afterwards. Then, I can't tell you how or why, a miracle comes along and saves you and you're... What was that? Sounds like a horse and cart in the garage, sir.
3: Mrs. Tancred. Yes, doctor.
0: Would you please go upstairs? Now make haste. Well, if it's visitors, sir, or even a master. Nation... Mrs. Tancred, you heard my instructions to bathe them.
3: Sir, this is the front door yes,
0: I, I heard it. For the last time go away, I will admit whatever visitors we have. Yes,
3: sir.
1: Good evening, dearie.
0: Oh, Come into the sitting room here, Miss... uh, Mrs. Slade.
1: No, sir. Just call me Mother Slade. You don't hardly see natural or friendly to wear anything else. It's a pleasure to curse you to you, Doctor. Cool. What a lovely room. I... I suppose... Your candles is going out, though. One by one. Poof.
0: Then you'll be in the dark. I suppose you've come to report failure.
1: Failure, dear? I...
0: I understand you didn't get what you went after.
1: Bless you, dearie. We got something just as good. Finest piece of merchandise you ever saw. You haven't got it here. Huh? Bless you, dearie. Mother Slade always keeps her word. Bring the merchandise in, my dears, so the doctor can see it. Oh, please. Oh, of course, dearie, I forgot. Oh, to the big fella with the black eyebrows is Uncle Max little fellow with the watery eyes is cousin Rob. And between them, in that sack, they're carrying... Uh, who is it in the sack? Nineteen-year-old girl, dearie. Finest anatomical specimen in you ever saw. Merciful. Where service. do you
0: want this here thing dumped, Governor? Easy now, Why did you bring it here? That's where you told us to bring it, dear. I, I mean, why did you bring it to the front door? Why not to the surgery? Only place in the house where there was lights, Governor. Hurry up now. Where do you want it? Oh, take it. Yes, dearie? Take it over and put it in the cupboard there, where I'm pointing. This cupboard here? Yes, and yes, then, then close the cupboard door.
1: Shame on you two. Tracking your muddy boots over the doctor's lovely turkey carpet. Easy, my dears. Easy now.
0: All
1: right, Robin. Don't bruise the merchandise. Whatever you do, don't bruise the merchandise.
0: Right, my blind. what's the order? She can't feel it now. Here's your body, Mr. Sawbones. Now, let's see your money. Well, just one moment before I give it to you. There ain't no itch in this, is there? there? better not be. No, I... I made a bargain with you and I'll stick to it. Thank you. That's uncommon That's genteel of you. Kind of stand back, sir. You're too sort of fat heavier than I am, and you don't impress me. Easy, Mac. Easy. I I want to ask only one question. Where did you get that body?
1: That's a question, dearie, what people in your profession don't ask. Why not? Because they don't dare. That's why.
0: Would the police be interested in where you got the body?
1: No, dearie. Not all so interested in as where we brought it. To your house. It's your responsibility now.
0: Yes, I suppose it is. The victim wouldn't be, by any chance, that pretty little girl you used to treat so unmercifully. You
1: won't annoyed about how I
0: treated her. I was rather fond of Peggy. Oh, 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 oh. strike me blind. I think there's oh, oh, all... Get out of this house, all of you. Go on, get out. Not without that money,
1: dearie. It's 20 guineas now. There's money
0: on the table under that newspaper. Take what you want, and Get out of here before it. Oh, what was that? Ah, what was it? A late visitor, I imagine. Was you expecting anybody? Eh? Hmm? No. Don't
1: drop the lovely money, Bill. Don't drop it all over the carpet.
0: Pick it up. The yeah. back way, are Yes, it's the way you should have come. Through that arch and, and down the passage. Thank you for the honor, it, And no games, mind you. If you know what's good for you. Good night,
1: dearie. Remember,
0: you've got the body now. Yes. I've got the body now.
3: Poor, poor
0: little devil.
3: Dr. Arnold, sir. In heaven's
0: name, Mrs. Tancred, haven't you gone to bed yet? I
3: had to get up, sir, to answer the oh, bill. yes, yes,
0: of course. I, I'm sorry.
3: Dr. Arnold, what's the matter with you? matter? You're a You're almost... Am I? Well, we must remedy that. It's so dark in here, I could barely see a sitting there. With candle's going out, one after another. Nothing but smoke and a mugly smell of grease And that cupboard door. What about that cupboard door? Oh, I always declare, sir, it won't keep shut without any lateral bolt. If you'll excuse the letter... Mr.
0: Tancred, keep away from that cupboard.
3: Look around, sir.
0: Are you ill, are you? No, but keep away from that cupboard. Who... who rang the bell?
3: Oh, dear, I was almost forgetting It's that man Elsie was talking to us about. What man? The officer of the detective policeman. He wants to see
0: you. Well, I'll see him, but in some other room. Not here. It's, as you say, there's not enough light. Uh, Not a bit of it, Doctor. Not a bit of it. Never too dark, as you might say. where the police are concerned.
3: I couldn't have it, sir. He must have followed me down the hall. Uh,
0: Are you... Uh, That's right, Doctor. I'm Stalker at your service.
3: Inspector Stalker.
0: Oh, how do you do, Inspector? Mrs. Stankford, you may go.
3: Oh, by your leave, sir. I'll just get some more candles and put them in that bracket by the cupboard. It's not in use. No,
0: you needn't trouble.
3: Oh, it's no trouble, sir. Excuse me. First of
0: all, doctor, I must apologize for including as late as this. Uh, not at all, Inspector. Will you be seated? Thank you, sir. Thank you kindly. Now, oh. I dare say you're wondering why I'm here. Oh, yes, I am, rather. It's a bad business, doctor. A very bad business. You mean the murder in the churchyard? Oh, you've heard about it. Well, my housekeeper said something about a a man being killed with a shovel. No, that's right. right, Doctor. Not much doubt about who did that. No? No. The little fellow dropped his dark lantern with the initials on it. They're professional body snatchers. We've had our eye on them for a long time. Speaking of body snatchers, Doctor... Well... I expect this anatomy law is pretty hard in you, surgeons. It's an infamous law, sir. All the same, doctor. It is the law. Yes. And if any surgeon happened to be caught with a body, especially a murdered body, what what are you hinting at? Nothing, doctor, nothing. By your leave, I only want to ask a question. Well, what time did your friends leave? Now, oh, come, Doctor. As one man of the world to another, do you see any green in my eye? You're not going to say you had no guests when their horse and cart are still at your front door? They didn't get away. No, Doctor, they didn't. So they met a little reception committee as they left by the back door. Darby's on the wrists. Snap. Just as I might reach out and touch your wrist. Like this. What do you mean by Darby's handcuffed"? I've got a pair in my pocket. Dags into their mouths. That's to keep them from biting. But, do we have to go on with this? You, you already seem to know everything I could tell you. Not exactly everything. I don't know, for instance, where you've hidden the girl's body. You're a very diligent man, Inspector Stalker. Thank you, sir. I tried to do my duty. You said a, a girl? These gin muddled degenerates have been watched every second since they left East Hill Churchyard. They hadn't a body then, but they brought one here. And there's only one other person who lives in the same house with them.
3: Dr. Arnold, sir.
0: Mrs. Pancred listen to me. Yes, sir. Must you always break in with the most completely old-timed entrances at all the worst
3: period of my life? I was only trying to be helpful, sir. That's right, madam. i always been helpful. You had to have some light. Here's the candle, sir. Part of them. In a big candle of We can hang them in the bracket.
0: Ma'am, hold up that light. Hold it high. Really, sir? I'm
3: not in the habit of being spoken to with...
0: Hold it high, I tell you. Do as the inspector tells you, Mrs. Tancred. This is a very fine carpet you've got here, Doctor. Yes. Others have admired it tonight. Mm, But it ought to have footprints on it. Muddy footprints. Footprints leading from the door, past the sofa, past the hearth, over to that cupboard... Quite correct. I think that's done it, Dr. Arnold. I think it has, Inspector Stalker. Mm, We couldn't have proved anything against you for that churchyard business. Not this. Let let me open, Bluebeard's cupboard, Inspector. Let me be the first to show you what's inside. You wanted a, a certain body. It appears you've come to the right place. Now, look. Lord Almighty.
2: I'm the body, Mr. Police. Up, I'm very much alive. I'm wearing a nice new dress that the doctor gave me. That I gave you. Don't say anything. Please don't say anything.
0: Uh, stop a bit, miss. Aren't you Peggy Lester?
2: Yes. It's because the doctor has to be so terribly respectable, and a girl who's fond of him has to come here in secret. Wait a
0: minute, everybody. Peggy Lester, you're lying.
2: I am not lying.
0: So that's it. Why didn't I guess it? It's the oldest body snatcher's trick in the world, is it? Of course, the old pinch penny, like Mother slave, couldn't sacrifice a good household grudge. Of course, they brought the body here, instead of taking it to the surgery, where it might get locked up. Could you be persuaded, Inspector, to, to tell us just what you're talking about? The body snatcher, sir. Well, what about them? They take a living accomplice and put him into a sack, and sell him to a green doctor as a dead man. Yes, but... Terror. They get the best price they can. Then in the middle of the night, there the compass gets up and robs the doctor's house. And the doctor can't tell us because he's bought illegal goods.
2: I never intended to go through with it.
0: No, young woman?
2: I tell you, I wasn't going to rob the house. They made me do this. I was going to tell Dr. Arnold. When I found out where they were taking me, I pretended to go through with it so I could warn the doctor. They can hurt so much. You'll
0: agree to almost anything. Mm-hmm. That sounds like the truth. But it puts me in a funny position, and no mistake. Oh, your... Your three murderers, Inspector, seem to be... seem to be leaving. Yes, they're leaving right enough. Frost up like fowls and under guard. Does anybody go with them? Well, how can anybody go with them? I'm willing to believe this girl acted under threat. She's committed no crime... I don't for the life of me see how we can touch you. Can't touch me? No, sir. And confound you for making me lose a night's sleep. There's no body. We didn't, you didn't even buy a body. Will you tell me, Doctor, just what crime you committed? And so ends. A body snatcher. The story of London at midnight, a hundred years ago. And tonight's story of... The Columbia presents these tales of mystery and intrigue and dangerous adventure for your relaxation and enjoyment. Next Tuesday, there will be another in this series. Same hour, 9.30 Eastern Wartime. William Spear, the producer. John Beats, the director. Alexander Semler, the composer, conductor and John Dixon Carr, the author, are collaborators on Suspense. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.